Raging rivers, hungry bears, drastic avalanches, roaring seas. No matter how prepared you are, a walk in the woods can go from innocent to disastrous in the blink of an eye. When pushed to their breaking point, humans are capable of astonishing things, things they would have never thought possible. This is In the Wild. Blizzards, severe snowstorms, accompanied by high winds and low visibility, can be terrifying to endure. Before World War II, blizzards were especially menacing to people because of the lack of forecasting technology allowing storms to appear without warning. People had to live through a blizzard with what they had on hand because help would not be accessible immediately. Communications such as phones were not readily available until 1920, and even then, only 35% of homes had them. Outlying rural areas were the last to obtain indispensable services, and these regions certainly lacked what we consider essential today. Even during a short commute, one could find oneself in the wild. A blizzard with especially tragic consequences occurred in far upstate New York in February 1928 in the small town of Chateauguay. It is not unusual to hear stories of the cold winters in the north, but the catastrophe that overtook one family far surpasses in horror anything that the oldest resident could recall. Mr. and Mrs. Gilbert Dunn and five children resided on the Spellman Farm on County Line Road. On Wednesday morning, Inna, 14, Lena, 11, Evelyn, 9, and Gilbert, age 7, departed for school as was the usual custom. When the storm's intensity increased, Mrs. Dunn hitched a team of horses to a light sled and started after the children to bring them home. The storm grew more intense, and she experienced great difficulty in making any headway. It took her nearly three hours to reach the home of her nearest neighbor, John Darmody, only half a mile away. Darmody then drove the team to the schoolhouse to get the children returning to his home where Mrs. Dunn was waiting, saying that she needed to get home to her husband and another child, a four-year-old. She took the reins and started home in the middle of the blowing snow and drifts that were forming on the road at three that afternoon. After traveling only halfway home, the horses balked. They wouldn't or couldn't go further. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? I've experienced this same issue, and BetterHelp is a great solution you can check out today. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line, and it's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally found in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses 
Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read their testimonials, which you can see at betterhelp.com reviews. They post them daily. One client said, Jessica is a great listener and really tries to work with you. She is compassionate and seems to genuinely care about her clients and the job she does. Or this one stating, Stacy has helped me tremendously. When I look at how far I've come on my journey, I know I am where I am because of her. Visit betterhelp.com slash in the wild. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Special offer for our listeners, get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash in the wild. And now back to this episode of In the Wild. Mrs. Dunn was too badly exhausted to battle both the team and the blizzard. She slumped down on the sleigh, drew her four children around her closely, and covered them as best she could with the one blanket that she had. The team of horses had strayed from the road into a field. They were only a quarter of a mile away from their home, but it felt like 100 miles. Mrs. Dunn got out of the sleigh and started to push her way through the deep snowdrifts. She almost immediately found that they were too much for her in her weakened and thoroughly exhausted state, and she returned to the sleigh, and there she and the children waited. Gilbert Dunn, the father, remained at home throughout the night, believing his wife and family were safe at some neighbor's home. He said that he completed his chores as usual, and wasn't worried as he felt his wife and children must surely be warm and safe waiting out the storm. In the morning, after completing his chores, Mr. Dunn cared for his little son, but a gnawing anxiety prompted him into action. He decided he had to find out why his wife and children had not yet come home, and he dressed in heavy layers and headed out to look for them. He inquired along the road at houses, but did not realize that they were lost in the blizzard until he reached the house of Mr. Darmody and told him that Mrs. Dunn had started for home the previous day at 3.30 in the afternoon. Mr. Dunn, Patrick, and John Darmody immediately began searching for the missing family. Over 18 hours after they were last seen in the grips of a monstrous blizzard, They traveled back and forth, up and down the road, scanning the field on each side and calling out. It was around 9.30 in the morning that they found the missing woman and children. The sleigh's horses and occupants were buried in the snow that had drifted 10 inches over them. What they found was horrific. Mrs. Dunn told details of the tragedy after being rescued, saying, Inna and Lena The two oldest children had died during the long hours after the storm had abated and the skies had cleared. Their mother was too numbed to move or to attempt to drive the horses. The girls seemed to know they were dying. 
They kept as close to me as they could. I held little Gilbert on my lap and wrapped as much of my dress as I could around him. Poor little kids. They were so cold. Then after we had cried for help a long time, Inna started to sleep. She begged me to keep her warm. And when she saw I couldn't help her, she whispered, Goodbye, Mama. I'm going to die. When Inna lapsed into unconsciousness, Mrs. Dunn realized that all of them might go before help came. As her own feet and legs had become numb, she could not rise. Time and again, she said she fought away the drowsiness. Inna died around dusk. Then before dawn, after the storm had practically stopped, Lena died. I hoped and prayed that Evelyn, Gilbert, and I could stand it until help came. Knowing that two of her children had already perished from the bitter cold, she could only huddle closer to the little group that remained and pray that the other two children might be spared. During that awful vigil, she watched the stars pale before dazzling sunrise, before help came. She suffered from numbness and shock that she could not even shout for help. (laughs) Hours later, She'd even seen her husband and two neighbors searching along the road, but had not the strength to call or signal in any way for assistance. The storm had obliterated the tracks where the team had strayed from the road, making the search even more complicated. When her husband arrived with the neighbors' assistance, they found the three survivors. They were quickly brought home and warmed near the fire, and Mr. Dunn called the doctor to come out immediately. Both mother and daughter Evelyn suffered intensely, but were spared amputation on their feet or legs. They both improved rapidly. Gilbert had remained warm enough by his mother's lap to be unharmed by the cold. Anna and Lena's joint funeral services were largely attended by scores of persons driving to the church in cutters, light, horse-drawn sleighs. A short trip to pick up your children from school is a task we do all the time. But 100 years ago, this simple task was no simple task. Hardships of travel by horse and buggy or horse and sleigh fell primarily on the horse. Horses could be unpredictable and had a reputation of having a mind of their own. It was not uncommon to have spooked horses racing out of control completely destroying whatever it was pulling. Passengers could be discharged from the vehicle randomly. Or in the case of Mrs. Dunn, her horses were so disoriented from the blizzard that they knew not where to return home. They ended up in a field, away from any traffic that might have averted this tragedy. And once stopped, they refused to travel any further, leading to horrific consequences. In the Wild is narrated by Ian Scotto. Bound by a Blizzard was written by Beverly Fraser. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting installment of In the Wild. To hear more captivating stories of real-life survival, hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Stay prepared, because you never know when you may find yourself... In the wild.